Good morning, everyone. Thanks for tuning in again this week. I am so excited to bring you the new um, podcast topic. And today we are going to be talking about um, ourselves, our inner selves. And it's titled, Who Are You? It's Defining Yourself. And just getting back to um, understanding our value and our worth and how we can get caught up in the midst of everything. So again, thank you so much for tuning in to Coffee in Christ with Krishna, Krishna Janae. I am Krishna Janae. And um, we're going to start off with our prayer this morning. Um and giving him all the praises and glory before we get our segment started. So I want to say, Lord, when we are confused, guide us. When we are weary, energize us. When we are burned out, infuse us with the light of the Holy Spirit. May the work that we do and the way we do it bring faith, joy, and a smile to all that we come in contact with today. And, oh, Lord, when we leave this place Wherever we are, give us traveling mercy from here to there. Bless our family and our home to be in order as we leave it, Father God. And Lord, we thank you for everything you've done, everything you're doing and everything you're going to do. In the name of Jesus, we pray with much love and thanksgiving. Amen. So I am so excited This podcast has been so amazing and it just has my spirits up and going even in the midst of um, all the craziness that I have going on. Um, If you don't know, I am only about three quarters away from obtaining my LCSW, well, my MSW in clinical social work. So I've been so busy. Not only um, do I teach mom, wife, um, writing, working on my upcoming um, book, Is Shivery Dead, um, that I'm so excited to be bringing um, segments to you in the month of February. So that's upcoming. And um, blogger, I'm I'm just filled. And sometimes um, I can become so consumed and overwhelmed and emotionally drained, mentally drained. And so that's why I felt it was so important to have this um, this podcast segment and talk about the the elements and factors that may come into play whenever we are just going through life and the motions and how we can end up losing ourselves in in the midst of everything that takes place and everything that happens and I even find myself a lot of times if it wasn't for um being inspired to inspire you guys and to come on um, the podcast show weekly and to try and uplift because little do you know by doing this it's uplifting me just to know that I have people out there supporting and listening in and taking in the spirit and you know as we move forward throughout our day our week and things of that nature we have come together in some form spiritual in agreements whatever the case may be and we are going through life together and you are never ever ever alone and I need this reminder a lot just on yesterday I was just having an emotional 
um, meltdown and I just couldn't seem to um, figure out or not figure out because sometimes our understanding we don't need to lean on to that we need to just lean on our faith but it wasn't more so I could not understand why I could not you know gather myself together but it was more so trying to figure out what steps I needed to take in order to gather myself together. And that's whenever I lean on friends, I lean on family, and I lean on you guys um, for that inspiration. So um, today I want to go ahead and we're going to read a blog. Well, I'm going to read a blog and share a blog with you that... Um, I wrote it's called the wall of Jericho and I wrote this blog in 2015 actually and um, I hope you enjoyed and I hope you received the message that you know I was trying to deliver and that I was trying to um, um, hand out whenever I outpoured my energy and my life and, and my feelings and emotions into this blog um, when I did. So it goes a little something like this, um, the wall of Jericho. It's amazing how life takes me from one of the few things that provides me therapy, my writing. I noticed that I'll, I'll blog for a week at a time or only a few weeks at a time and then I fall off only to return six, 12 months later. I really, or do I really underestimate the power of divergence? To get into today's blog, I'll ask the question, how many of you have built a wall of Jericho around your heart? A wall to shield you from the bad, hurts, maybe your past hurts, your fears, or from facing your flaws? I know I have, so my hand is raised. I'm so guilty of this. I had designed a wall of Jericho around my heart to protect it from the bad, but not realizing I had not only tried stopping the inevitable bad from coming in, but I had stopped the good and God from coming and shining out. In the midst of trials and tribulations, hurts, brokenness, being misjudged and misunderstood, and words that I took personally, I lost myself and became a validation seeker. I started with bricks of defense and added brick after brick of offense with loads of dirty, self-destructive mud. And voila, my wall of Jericho was formed. No one just wakes up with a cold heart. Someone or some things came along and turned the thermoset up. So when someone told me, even though your smile, I can see your attitude. Or even through your smile, I can see your attitude. And I would have never pictured you like that in the beginning. I blinked back the tears and swallowed the lump in my throat. And at that point, I had one of two choices. Continue to take offense and unleash attitude. Or listen to God like Joshua did and shout out so my wall could come tumbling down. Trust me, I wanted to reply. How dare you tell me such a thing, inconsiderate, or after all I took and did, blah, blah, blah. But I realized, what would that accomplish? I would still be that girl with a smile behind an attitude or with an attitude behind a smile. I decided to sort through the real problem, the only problem I could solve, the only problem I could change, and the only problem I could control, me. 
I began my mission to start over. There's nothing wrong with starting over to become better, to recognize better, to want better, to give better, and to do better. It's never too late to trust God. I used to talk all of the time about trusting. I used to talk all of the time about trusting God, but then when things weren't going my way, I panicked and then I would take my trust away. My emotions would outpour in a negative way. My feelings would take offense. And then my attitude and resentment would finish off the job. I can tell you what my thought process consisted of and let me know if any sounds familiar. They hurt me, so I don't care about doing anything for them. There are just hypocrites that talk about me and the things I do in my life, but can't look at their own life. I'm not going out my way for them anymore. They took me for granted and hurt me when I gave them my all, etc., etc. My thought process was damaging my relationships, damaging my inner happiness, and damaging my emotions. I was losing myself more and more. I was slipping away like a forgotten ship at sea, a sea of destruction. You know, it took more out of me to carry on with this bitterness. I literally felt tired all the time, saw clouds when it was sunshine. I just wanted to go home and do nothing. I worried too much about validation because I had been surrounding myself by those that compared me instead of getting to really know me. I was seeking validation from those that judged me but didn't take the time to love me. And I was seeking validation and approval for my faults and sins from a world I forgot held sin itself. Realizing that God validates me every day of my life by allowing me to carry on another day to be positive, to fulfill a purpose, rewrite my stories, learn from my mistakes, and break the chains and break down my wall of Jericho. I feel lighter. I feel my peace restoring, my happiness knocking on my front door instead of my back door, and I have positive energy to live again. I live with no destructive labels, no needed validation, and I'm a work in progress. I'm not perfect, and I'm okay with that. My brother left me with some encouraging words just the other day that I'll like to leave with you. Just be happy for no reason. Shout joys, shout sounds of joy, trust in God and watch that wall come tumbling down. I'm working on being a girl with a smile and God behind it. So that was my blog called Wall of Jericho. It was during a time where I know apparently just from rereading the blog and reinviting um, that remembrance was a time where I felt myself drained and drenched with negativity and emotions and I was losing myself. I was self-destructing in a way that covered up my beauty on the inside. Have you ever found yourself falling through the cracks and the seams of someone else's um, depiction of you or negative insults or um, their own faults being displayed towards you 
and you start to consume this and you start to believe this and you're forgetting who you are. You can no longer define yourself because you have been implemented in their definition of you. Well, I'm here today to tell you, let that wall of Jericho down. Stop trying to allow or stop trying to um, push away life and maybe the bad things or the hurts and the pains that comes along with life. Because guess what? Jesus, um, it's, it's inevitable for you to go through those trials and tribulations. Your faith is what is going to continue to allow you to grow. And if you're trying to push out love, what is the worth? I mean, what is it worth living if you can't experience every single depth of love? Unconditional love for yourself comes with understanding the unconditional love that Christ has for you. You're going to have weary days. You're going to have stormy days. But you tell that storm, I have something bigger and greater within me. And his name is Jesus. And you're going to continue to grow and you're going to see how you can start defining yourself in Christ. You are composed of him. Every ounce he has created for you. And this blog and are rereading this blog and sharing this podcast today with you just reassured me and allowed me to realize when times are getting hard or emotions are so uncontrollable I need to stop and be still and start remembering who I am what I'm composed of so I hope you enjoyed that blog. I want to move on now to the poetry segment. And um, this one is found again in my first volume of poetry that I published. It's called um, The Conversation of Hope. And again, I really, really hope that you really enjoy it. And it started off with a quote first. And my quote said, what is the point to love without compassion and without the ability to forgive? You'll be just like an ocean without water, non-existent. For it's not the word ocean that makes it an ocean. It's the things it's composed of that does. So the title of this poem is called Composed Of. And I really hope you enjoyed and you really connect with it and you understand your worth and how you are the perfect ingredients of what it is to be Christ-like. And you are needed on this earth. You are needed to shine your light because everything that you are composed of is something good. I am composed of love, fear, pain, and even strength. I have ingredients that were comprised from a perfect blend. I was perfectly thought out and created by him. From every fiber of my bone, all the way to each pigment of my skin. I am beautiful. This is not arrogance speaking out. 
is the fact that I know who I am and who I am not. Knowing that we are created by the hands of our Savior should be enough for us to shout out, Amen. But knowing that when he created us, that he designed us in favor should be enough to keep us smiling and keep us praising him. I am composed of microorganisms that were uniquely picked out. They were formed into flesh which allowed my heart to beat and spring forth into life. I am composed of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This got tattooed on my brain creating a permanent image. An image I see in the mirror that gets me fixated on his power. I've always envisioned what our Savior looked like, but then I remembered that I was created and composed in likeness. Knowing that I am blessed to have been a structure formed by him is enough for me to remain grateful, thankful, and full of bliss. Knowing that I, of all things, had the privilege to be created to be his child is enough for me to shout out, thank you, God. Now, what would you like for me to provide? Because I am forever indebted to you, forever your servant, for your grace and mercy has bestowed upon me with so much life and delivered me from many troubles. I still smell the mints of your breath from when I took my first breath. After you breathe the breath of life into my nostrils, I can still feel your hands wrapped around my heart when you squeeze an electric shock to birth its rhythm. I can still hear the whisper that you whispered into my ears saying, my child, through me all things are possible. God, I can still see how I am composed of you. So you know I'm snapping and I'm snapping. (laughs) All right. So I really hope that touched you and blessed you as it blessed me to even compose it. (laughs) And again, this is what I love to do. This is what I am created to do. And it feels so good to sit here and have this chat with you guys and to have coffee with a whole lot of Christ and, um, I really, really hope that um, this quick um, segment really touched you and helped you understand your worth and for you to remember who died for you, who created you. You are special. You are amazing. And never, ever forget that. Well, I'm coming to the end. And of course, you know, I love, I love to sit here and um, leave you with a recommended read. And of course, the recommended read for um, this segment is Becoming by Miss Michelle Obama. Um, It is an autobiography or personal memoir. So you can find it in that segment of any bookstore online um book sale um but i just want to read a little preface um of her book and it kind of ties into everything that we were discussing this morning it is um a number one new york times bestseller and um So the preface of it says, there's a lot I still don't know about America, about life, about what the future might bring. But I do know myself. My father, Frazier, taught me to work hard, laugh often, and keep my word. My mother, Marion, showed me how to think for myself and to use my voice. Together in our our cramped apartment on the south side of Chicago, they helped me see the value in our story. 
in my story, in the larger story of our country, even when it's not pretty or perfect, even when it's more real than you want it to be. Your story is what you have, what you will always have. It is something to own. So this is a little segment um, of her book, Becoming. It was part of the preface of it. So I think you guys will enjoy it. And one thing that I thought was amazing and beautiful was the letter that she wrote to herself. So if at any point um, that you tend to forget who you are, become your friend. Write yourself a note. Write yourself a reminder. Write a letter that will take you back to understanding who you really are. So I really, really hope that you guys enjoyed this segment as much as I enjoy delivering it and chatting with you guys and having a little coffee and Christ. So remember, I need you. You need me. We need each other. So be blessed and child. Until next time.